This is Red House Rising, Season 2, Episode 3, Friends in Need, Friends Indeed. May 1942, Japanese-occupied China. He's waking up. Be careful. She said he could turn violent. Hey, hey, what are you doing? Ah! Shh! Okay? Mm-hmm. Where am I? Oh! Shh! The old woman told us you should not move. Did the old woman say what was going on with my shoulder? Ah. No. Only no moving. Could we ask her? No. She's afraid to be here with you. She came because we showed her your jacket. It says you fight for the Chinese people and we should protect you from the Japanese. That's right. That, that's right. We do. Hey, I, I need to get my parachute out of the tree. It's here. We took it down. We brought you here. You're safe. This is a very old shrine. The cave is very deep. No one comes here. Especially now. I am Ping. This is Tian. The Japanese came to our village and took all of our food. Burned our houses. And much worse. Now Sergeant Nagano rules Lao Jai village and everyone suffers. Well, I hope my buddies saw where I went down. How far are we from the river? The Salween, I mean. The river is close. The Burma Road is also close. As soon as your shoulder is better, we will help you cross the river to your friends. But you must take us with you, me and Tian. Do we have a bargain? We take care of you, you take care of us. <laughs> uh, sure. Okay, maybe no sitting up just yet. Oh, boy. You should rest now. We'll bring you food. Maybe you'll feel stronger. Tomorrow, we'll see. Yeah, okay. Food sounds good. My, my head is spinning. Shan, China, Flying Tigers Air Base. Alice, Sam, Drake, and a Kuomintang Army officer review a map on Alice's desk. There's a river crossing here, close to Lao Jai, and one further down here at Kunlong. From the air, the Kunlong crossing looks better. More tree cover on both banks. I know that crossing. We'll use Kunlong. All right, good. Our spotters network is trying to learn more, but the fact that he hasn't turned up in the hands of the Japanese is good news. If you need air cover, we're ready, sir. The Kuomintang will find your pilot. A Fairchild monoplane descends and lands on a dirt airfield on the outskirts of Honolulu. The pilot is Maru. Walt sits tandem behind her. Maru taxis to a fuel truck parked next to an old shed and shuts down. Well, a few iffy moments, but a good landing on a short field. 
You're really getting the hang of it, Maru. It's my teacher. He's very, very good. And generous. And kind. <laughs> well, you're still not quite ready to solo, darling. You know, you're a good teacher, but you're a very bad man. <laughs> well, sad but true. Come on now. I told you, you'll be soloing before you know it. I hope that sound means what I think it means. Lunch? Fingers crossed. Ruby drives up on an Indian Scout motorcycle. Sitting side saddle on the back is Sister Elaine, a Carmelite nun, carrying a picnic basket. Well, look at you two girls. Out parading, are you? Elaine thought you could use some lunch. Hello, sister. Hello, Maru, dear. Walter, I just thought you're doing me such a big favor. And since Ruby never feeds you... Oh, sh no, she really doesn't. Never. What are you two on about? You see, Maru, Ruby's quite famous for her cooking. Don't listen to her, Maru. Fame is fleeting. She could bake, she could cook, and the boys came running. Yeah, some of them are still running. What was it? Chicken paprikash and kapusta? I gave you lessons. You refused to learn. None of us could compete with her. She got all the cute boys. Sister was very lazy, Maru. You had secrets you kept hidden from us. They're called cookbooks. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, darling. Truly. Let's go, sister. Last motorcycle to Waikiki, boarding now. Lovely to see you, Maru, dear. Have you got your wings yet? Not yet. My instructor says any day now, doesn't he? Yes, he does. Walt, you are a saint for doing this for me. I will be back here 8 p.m. sharp. It's no trouble at all. Malachi's just a hop, skip, and a jump. Won't take but a minute. Thanks for the lunch, Ruby. Bye, sister. Ah, those two have been at it since they were at school. Those two and June, Joe's mother and my Mary. The more of them together, the more trouble they got into. I think Ruby is good for you. I think you're Mary, up in heaven. She's happy knowing that you and Ruby are happy. What a nice thing to say, Maru. Of course, you're right. Ruby's been a godsend. Now let's see what she's made for us. Taka holds Mackie's hand outside the busy ORNL railway station in Honolulu. After a moment, Sue Ann comes out of the station and crosses to them. Everything okay? Mackie and I were getting worried. Mom! Mom! We watched the train leave. Did you? Those engines are so loud. I like it when they're loud. Did you have trouble getting tickets? No. Everything's set, I guess. Did you hear that, Mackie? Pretty soon we get to ride the train. Today? No, not today, son. But pretty soon, like Taka says. The line was terrible. With all the military people on the trains now, it's hard to get seats. What's the meaning of this? Hey, I'm Nisei. My family's in there. I was born here. I have rights. I'm an American citizen. You can't just take me out of here like Get your hands off of me. Stop pushing. Oh my God. Come here, son. 
Let's go. We'll get everything arranged fast as we can. And then we can take that train ride. Okay, Mackie? A man walks along an open stretch of Waikiki Beach. He's in casual clothes, and his attention is on the waves rolling in. He stops in front of Ruby's beach house, turns, and peers inside. It's Doug Kincaid, the FBI man from Queens Hospital. Miss McManamy, come out, come out wherever you are. You're so sleepy. Aren't you sleepy, sleepy boy? Oh, sweepy. Mm. Your daddy will be so proud of you someday when he finally meets you. Someday. 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 I think you're asleep, aren't you? Daniel, you sleepy? Walt stands on the wing of the monoplane, wiping the windshield off with a rag. I'm just saying, you're a beautiful young girl. You don't want to always have motor grease under your fingernails. But it's your favorite thing to say. A good pilot knows her plane. Of course, but that doesn't mean that you become a full-blown mechanic. I'll just get someone else to teach me then. If you won't. No, 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 don't. Don't, don't talk that way. Oh, 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 oh. Uncle Walt! Oh, I'm sorry, sorry. Are you okay? Oh, oh nuts. Let me help you. I, I, I don't think I can stand on it. Ah, oh, oh, no. It's all right. It's not your fault. I, I, I'm just going to sit down here for a moment. The sun has just set on Waikiki Beach. Joe enters Ruby's house from the lanai, drawing off from a swim. Hi, sister. Come on in. Ruby's here, but she might be sleeping. Joe, it's you I need to speak with. I need your help. Your Uncle Walter's hurt himself. He's twisted his ankle. Oh, Uncle Walt. He'll be fine, but he was supposed to fly to Molokai for me tonight. Oh. Oh, no. Joe, I need you to do the flight. It needs to be tonight. Daniel and I were having a lovely nap until you two showed up. Oh, is he awake? No, I think I got him back down. What's going on? Walt twisted his ankle and can't fly. Oh, Walter. I'm asking Joe if she'll take his place tonight. Oh, that's right. The colony. Joe, it's up to you. But I can watch the baby tonight. I know this is important for Elaine. Okay. Okay. Let me get dressed. Okay, Joe. She's fueled up. I did a takeoff pre-check. You're all set. Walt's got you trained up, I see. Thanks, Maru. Brother Seamus will meet you at the airfield. 
What am I delivering? You're not delivering, Joe. You're picking up. I'm picking up. Yes, you'll be fine. Brother Seamus will be there waiting. Claire! The radar boys know there's a flight going to the colony tonight. They'll want to see a straight shot from here to Coapapa and straight back. And mind the landing on that little strip of an airfield they've got. Most times there's a nasty crosswind. Thanks for the warning. Now you get off that ankle before you make it worse. Joe takes off in the Fairchild and heads east toward Molokai. Now don't you feel good, Miss Fairchild. Walt's got you purring like a kitten. Feels like you're ready for anything. Joe reaches the Oahu coastline, dives down the cliffs, then pulls the plane into a steep climb up and over and back around, completing an inside loop. <laughs> Bye, Miss Fairchild, I was right. You are more than ready. Now, an aileron roll, shall we? Yes! Oh, feels good. Okay, better settle down. Jeez, feels so good to be flying again. Flipper flight, flipper flight, this is Bellows Field. What's going on? Are you in trouble? Over. No, no trouble. I just, uh, haven't had a stick in my hand in quite a while. Feels good. Over. Oh. Oh. Okay. I'll come straight back. Over. <laughs> Apparently wasn't expecting a woman's hand on the stick. Joe has the monoplane on final approach at Kalopapa Airfield. Okay. Nice and easy. At least I can see the wind speed from those torches. If they stay lit... The Fairchild touches down hard on the dirt runway, but Joe's got the monoplane under control. She taxis into position for takeoff, then shuts the engine down and climbs out. Where are you, Brother Seamus? A man in a brown cassock hurries up the path from the colony, carrying something in his arms. Hi, uh, Brother Seamus? Yes, yes, here she is. Oh, a baby? Uh, what's going on? Well, here you go now. Just take her straight to Sister Elaine. She's tiny. Does she... Does she have it? No, no leprosy, God bless her. You've got to hurry. Um, I'm sorry. I have a new son. I can't expose him to leprosy, can I? No, yeah, you can't. This baby is not a leper. No baby is born with leprosy. Please hurry. All right. Let me get her inside my jacket. You're so tiny. Okay. It's all right, darling. Okay. Okay. There you go. God bless you now and straight to Sister Elaine. Joe throws the throttle open and the Fairchild quickly gathers speed and takes off. Oh, 
folks down there are looking for Brother Seamus. What's your story, little morning glory? It's all right. It's all right. It's all going to be all right. Okay, sweetie, I know. I know. It's all right. It's all right. I know. I know. It's loud. I promise we're almost there. Are you hungry? You want something to eat? Just give me a minute. Daniel won't mind. I know you're hungry. You're a hungry girl, aren't you? Ah, there you go. Mm, that's better, isn't it? Much better. Joe lands the Fairchild and taxis over to a waiting car. Sister Elaine hops out and crosses to the Fairchild. We're here, sweetie. Are you finished? Are you all done? Oh, you're sleeping. Can I help, Joe? What can I do? Just give me a minute. I think she's asleep. Oh, my word, Joe, you're nursing the little one? I had to. Here she is. What's going on, sister? Aren't you a little peanut? Yes, you are. Newborns at the colony aren't born with leprosy, so they're taken from their parents and put up for adoption. Except in this little one's case, she's going to family. Her mother's family. They're waiting for her, so thank you, Joe. Thank you so much, dear. What's her name? Hope. Her name is Hope. Joe is alone on the lanai, watching the waves roll in, lost in thought. Miss McMenemy? Uh, you startled me. So sorry. I knocked and no one answered. Agent Douglas Kincaid, FBI. Here's my identification. Okay. Then I saw you through the window, so I came around. Sorry to disturb so late. Is everything all right? Yes, I, I think so. What's this about? Well, uh, is there any way I could talk you out of a drink? It's been a long day and I've just got a few questions. It'd be easier to ask him inside. Did Bellows Field call you? Am I in trouble for a loop and a roll? Well, I was going to ask you why you flew to Molokai tonight. It did delay you and I meeting, but this is about a Japanese prince you know. Nick Nakura. Is that what I should call him? Nick? What about Prince Nakura? How about that drink? Uh, Joe, was it? All right. Your friend, Ruby. She owns this nice beach house and the bar, too? That's right. <laughs> She's doing well. 
And she's got a good taste in whiskey. So why did you go to Molokai tonight? I was delivering medicine. Bellows knew about the flight. But the lepers get their deliveries from Rogers Field, don't they? Yes. Marguerite Gambo's flight service usually makes those deliveries, but this was something else. You said you had some questions about Nick. Yes. Nick. Your friends over at Naval Intelligence tell me that you used to work for him. Is that right? I was a transport pilot for his company in the Japanese mandates before the war. Yeah. The ONI guys think it's crazy how much you know about those Japanese islands. So, just a transport pilot for a company. Does he owe you money? No. Why would you ask me that? I'm just trying to figure out what you were doing on the third floor of Queen's Hospital the other night. You see, it's my job to protect Mr. Nick. There's a lot of folks who want him dead. He didn't do anything. He was against the war. Nick was a peace envoy. The Secretary of State knows him. I see. Okay. So you're a good friend, a supportive friend. Is that what you were doing? Asking those nurses all those questions? Just being a supportive friend? I suppose so. I'm sorry. Could we reschedule the rest of this? It's late, and I have a splitting headache. Sure. Sure. Joe. Yeah, sorry it's late, but you were over on Molokai for some reason. Good night. Oh, did we wake him? I hope not. That's your son, isn't it? Yes. I've got to go. Daniel. I've seen him with his grandma, Ruby. He's a handsome boy. We'll speak again when you're feeling better. Good night. Good night. (sighs) What a jerk. Okay, sweetie. I gotcha. I gotcha. Oh, come here. Mommy's got you. Shh. There you go. Shh. Shh. Oh, sweet pea. Mommy's going to have to find another way. Lao Jai, China. In the old shrine, Ping watches as Mike wolfs down a plate of rice and vegetables. His shoulder is in a sling, and he's sitting up now. This is good, Ping. Did you make this? I did. It's really good. Who is Alice? You said her name in your sleep. You needed her, but you couldn't find her. Oh, really? Is she your lover? (laughs) No. No, no, she's just someone I work with. It didn't seem like you were working in your dreams. Is she beautiful? She is, as a matter of fact. Hey, hey, those are Allison's. P-40s. 
Mike stands quickly, grabs his jacket with his good arm, and hurries out of the shrine and into the forest. Ping runs after him. Just need open space. Here. Mike reaches a clearing in the trees and swings his jacket in the air, just as two P-40s roar past. Right here. I'm right here, boys. Come on, turn around. Oh, come on. I didn't see anything, did you? No, nothing. Let's get back. We're overdue. Yeah, before one of those clowns down there gets lucky. Hey, I think I see him. Top of that ridge. Oh, too close for comfort. Let me let me come around. I, I don't... Got him, I see him. That's our Mikey! <laughs> okay, boys. Yeah, send the cavalry. I'm right here. Bausch and Field, this is Panda Bear 4. Bausch and Field, this is Panda Bear 4. Honeybee located. Repeat, honeybee located and still buzzing. Over. Panda Bear 4, this is Bausch and Field. We read you. Honeybee located and still buzzing. Fantastic, eh? Over. You all right there, Alice? Uh, yes, I'm fine. Uh, that's that's great news. Don't you worry. Now that they know where he is, your KMT boys will bring him home safe. You wait and see. He's your favourite honeybee, isn't he? <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Um. Yes. Red House Rising was produced, written, and directed by Chris Cote and Dale Carey. Episode 4 is next. <laughs>